The new Dodge Charger electric car mm-hmm. has speakers for fake engine noises. No, it doesn't. So Johnny, like just a couple minutes ago, did do a fake engine noise. <laughs> That was better than the one you did last time. I was like, last one was like I'm like, no, that's not it. Hire me to be your engine guy. Yeah, it sounds a little bit better than that. So they just revealed the Charger Daytona SRT. SRT. There you go. SRT. It's a fully electric Dodge Charger, and they're going to start producing it in 2024. And they're mimicking a lot of the muscle car sensations you get from, like, a gas-guzzling vehicle, including you can shift gears in this electric charger, (laughs) and it also has a loud exhaust. So we have a clip of, like, what this speaker exhaust sounds like. Take a listen to this. Hear that? You can rev it. And then it also has that low rumble the entire time you're driving it, even though it's an electric car. Yeah. It sounds kind of the same. Yeah, but it's so silly to be like, okay, that's that's a feature we're going to put in there. Like, well, I don't... They think that the muscle car people are going to want a little something extra in their electric vehicles, so it has exhaust pipes that make noise and a transmission that shifts gears. Obviously, none of that is necessary in an electric car, no. but... They're, they want to target their customer of these chargers and say, hey, it's the same thing. Uh-huh. But no word on pricing, uh, but we'll have to see. Yeah, I've heard so many things about the, the new electric vehicles, about like a waiting list to try to get a hold of these things. Yeah. Uh, apparently going to be a long time. Even though they're years away, there's already a waiting list and the prices can be kind of crazy. But uh, can we not cut down on useless features like this to maybe make them a little less expensive? I'll tell you what, you know what we can do? Just stick a card in the spokes of it. Just like uh, in the bike back in the day. Do you ever do that? Yeah. Oh, put the little... Sounds just as good, right? It sounds almost better. More satisfying. <laughs> Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. The only way to wake up. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's Hannah and Johnny hanging out with you, and this one was making a big splash online. This person asks, can I sue my beekeeper neighbor? Why do I already think this is going to be ridiculous? (laughs) It's pretty wild. They say, every day I see my neighbor's bees flying around my garden, stealing the pollen or nectar from my flowers. Then the bees go back to my neighbor and creates honey. My neighbor then harvests the honey and sells it at a market for profit. And I've never received so much as a jar of honey as compensation. Every day my neighbor's bees trespass and steal from my flowers. <laughs> I'm sorry, trespass. And they said, They're bees. <laughs> they said I was once stung when I was a child, so I know how dangerous bees can be. The way that I see it, this is equivalent to a person's dog coming into my yard to steal balls or tools, then gives it back to his owner, who then sells them for profit. Do I have legal ground to sue? What types of things should I begin documenting in order to prepare for a legal battle? What would be a fair settlement amount if my neighbor doesn't want to take this to court? Thanks for the help. <laughs> they can't be serious, right? You can text 1093.9. Okay. The, what do you think about this? The only one thing, uh-huh. the only thing that has me a little bit on this person's side is maybe your neighbor should toss you a jar of honey. Should yeah. sauce you a jar of honey every once in a while. Absolutely. That's just, I think, just being be a nice. good neighbor, yeah. especially if the bees are uh, kind of supping on the nectar in your flowers. But it seems like, fair. It's good for the flowers, right? Exactly. You want the bees to eat the nectar from your flowers. Well, that's it. We actually got a text that 1093.9 says you should be paying them for 
for helping you grow vegetables because that's exactly it. The pollen from those flowers, if they say this neighbor does have a vegetable garden, right. that's the only way you're going to grow them flowers is pollinators spreading that pollen around. So, And there's no legal right to yeah, pollen, exactly. right? Is there like a chain of well, command for pollen? Okay, coming up. We're going to get into some ancient Irish law that may set some precedent for this case. Oh, good. As you do on a Monday. Uh, but we did. <laughs> the usual. No big deal. We got a message, too. It says, where does it end? What about trees giving oxygen? So what, your neighbor's trees, uh, you know, you, they're sucking up all the oxygen that your trees are creating. Do you owe them something for that? Yeah, exactly. Like, these are just processes of nature. That's but, why uh, it's so ridiculous. <sighs> Let us know what you think. 519-792-6040 if you want to weigh in. Can I sue my beekeeper neighbor? I need to hear this Irish <laughs> proverb that you speak of that might actually justify the whole situation. It's on the way. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio, FYI. A special edition of FYI when we'll be getting into bee law of the ancient Irish variety. Because we were all wondering. <laughs> I actually am really curious about this. Not yeah, on. this came from asking for a friend when someone was wondering, can I sue my beekeeper neighbor? Those bees come to their yard sup on their flowers, get that nectar and pollen, and then dip out. They actually refer to it as trespassing. Yes. Those trespassing bees. Which you think it's ridiculous, and you think, oh, there's no legal recourse this person could take. Why would they even say something so stupid? But there is something called the Brehon Law, which refers to an old Irish system of beekeeping and the certain laws and regulations that were contained in that. Mm -hmm. So in this ancient law, it stated that any bumblebee taking nectar from plants on a neighbor's land could be accused of grazing trespass in the same way that if a cow or a sheep, if you let your cow or sheep go onto your neighbor's yard and eat their vegetables. But you can't fence bees in. No, but. You can't control the bees. But the person, the neighbor in this situation is uh, liable, like they're they're, um, eligible for compensation. So the way that it worked in this ancient Irish bee law. is like, (laughs) I'll give you one finger for a jar of honey. Not quite. It was your bees are able to graze on a neighbor's land for four years, but on the fourth year, you have to give the first swarm of your bees to your neighbor. So that would be the compensation in this case. This this person in question would have to give some of their bees to their neighbor to make up for all the grazing they've been doing. Oh, my gosh. Which is crazy. This is even weirder than <laughs> in the 1920s when they cured every ailment with cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they actually made a movie about this as well, if you'll recall, the uh, cinematic masterpiece Bee Movie. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, there's no trickery here. I'm just an ordinary bee. And as a bee, honey's pretty important to me. It's important to all bees. We invented it. We make it. And we protect it with our lives. I'm sorry. I'm kind of tearing up here a little bit. (laughs) Are you getting emotional over Jerry Seinfeld as a cartoon bee? A little bit. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. Yeah. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Not going to lie. I feel as if with the last name Witherby, Mm -hmm. I should be the expert on all things bees. Queen of the bees. Yes. So you're just... Yelling queen of the bees now. Well, listen, you're you're talking about this asking for a friend yeah. about bee thievery. <laughs> and you know what? I feel as if the Judge Judy should uh the Judge Judy job should lie on my shoulders. Yes. Is that it? Well yep. then what what do you think? Do Where's you, my gavel? The situation was this person's neighbor's a beekeeper. Their bees were coming to their yard, drinking the nectar, taking the pollen. They're like, I'm owed something for that. That's mine. Okay. So what do you think? The one neighbor owes the other neighbor one jar of honey per year. That's it? That is my, here you, here you, bam. 
gavel is down. That's your sentencing. We're good. We had a ton of carpenter bees this summer just yeah. eating holes in our fences and pool house. Like the wood, they just... Not right ideal. Through. Not ideal. We got uh, Paul on the phone, 519-792-6040. You had, it wasn't bee related, but you had some neighbor beef you want to tell us about? Tell us about your neighbor. Her name was Lucy, so I called her Trashy Lucy. Trashy Lucy? Because she always That's had trash good. around her house and always blew in my yard. Oh, yeah. I've had some neighbors like that. What kind of, what kind of trash are we talking about? Trash like what you like papers and uh, just dirty clothes and stuff like that you would want to throw away. Right. You used to go over there and knock on her door. Hey, Lucy, your trash is back in my yard again. Uh-huh. It'd take her about two days. She'd get over there and clean it up. They'd do it, though. Aww. See, that's the thing. We had neighbors. Re- they were pretty you know, recent move-ins, and they got a couple notices about different things. They got bylaws called there, on them, there right? There was a little bit of bylaw action going on, <laughs> and even still, it took them a while to remedy those things. So It's always interesting. If I feel like if your neighbors call bylaw on you, you're always looking at everyone saying, which one of you was it? Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, oh, it's like a game of Clue. Who called the bylaw? And I would never do it. Yep. I'm not that kind of person. Johnny's not a narc. No, I am not a narc. But a lot of that is because, you know, I, I don't really cut my grass very often. I try to keep it clean for my neighbors, uh, but uh. we're talking about what benefits pollinators here. Johnny's don't get me started. I mean, maybe my grass is long, but it's for the yeah, bees, all right? It. And speaking of pollinators, if you go to our Instagram right now, Virgin Radio Windsor, you can watch a video to learn about hairy balls milkweed, oh, which thanks. is beneficial for butterflies. And bees. There you go. Didn't you learn a lot today with asking for a friend? Do, Irish do, lore. Do, do, do. The more you know. Bees, butterflies, and Irish lore. <laughs> Where else than on 93.9 Virgin Radio? Here's what's happening on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Instagram is sweating under the pressure of all of this competition. Is that possible? Apps can sweat now? You know what? Internally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Recently, the social media app Be Real started gaining a lot of popularity, kind of as the anti-Instagram. And Johnny, we talked about this. We have Be Real accounts. Yeah. We got them, what, like a month ago? Yeah. I think I've only used it four, four times. I know. I fell off. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. But the concept is it sends you a notification at random times and you need to post within two minutes. So, like, no time to edit or curate your life. That's why it's called Be Real. Right. Well, Instagram is copying Be Real's homework. <gasps> They're testing a new add-on called IG Candid Challenges. Uh-huh. Can you guess what it is? They'll send you a notification and be like, you have to post something in two minutes. It's exactly that. Yeah. Like, it's not even a little bit different. The they didn't thing. even make it three minutes. No. They're like, you can join <laughs> IG Candid Challenges. They're only testing this for certain users. It'll just pop up for you randomly. Uh-huh. And it's the exact same premise every day at a different time. Notification, two minutes, and then you join the IG Candid Challenges. So it's like, Instagram, what do you want? Do you want to be Instagram or do you not want to be Instagram? No, we know. It's, Pick a lane. It's been a weird cannibal app for so long where it just feasts on the features of other apps. Yeah. And it's it's like, out of control now. Remember when everyone used Snapchat and then Instagram stole Snapchat stories? Right. And now... I only use Instagram, sorry. Oh, for sure. I don't use Snapchat at all anymore. But they're copying it, everybody. Well, it even even for Twitter, because yeah. that one I see, feel like would be the furthest away from Instagram. But when they had <gasps> the little like status You're thing you could right. put in, that's essentially the same as tweeting. The notes on Instagram. The notes on Instagram. They're oh, like tweeting. Yeah. Uh, and is then obviously. Anything, is anything Instagram like original anymore? No, because they're changing to Reels now. It's a Reels approach. That's TikTok. There's You're nothing right. left Ugh. of the original Instagram. So they aren't even showing us what we came to the original no, Instagram for. Exactly. <laughs> still, that my friend who just had a baby like three weeks ago still haven't seen any pics. Like, what are you doing? It doesn't even exist. What the who hell knows? are you doing? Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9.
Virgin Radio. We have angered Neville Longbottom. And oh, like Johnny no. says, you never know what Neville Longbottom is capable it's of. It's true. Uh, really, it's Matthew Lewis, the guy who played Neville Longbottom in Harry Potter. Okay. He is blasting Air Canada. Aren't we all? Yeah. Over the weekend. You're not uh, special, he, Neville. No, come on. He said Air Canada is the worst airline in North America. And with the last year that Air Canada has had, he's probably not wrong. Yeah. Has it always been the worst airline in North America? Maybe not. But this year, is it? Probably. Yeah. So um, we are famous because Neville Longbottom is mad at us. And I feel like he doesn't get angered easily. No. He seems like a pretty easygoing. Maybe that's Neville, the character, not so much Matthew Lewis, the actor. But sure. It's so dumb. It's just such a dumb story. You know what he needs to do is fly first class with Fergie. That's what he needs to do. That's her doing the cartwheel. I would get on. (laughs) Fergie, I want Fergie to fly all of my planes. Please take your seat, Fergie. She's just doing cartwheels and front flips. She is the propeller at that point. Hannah. And Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. A phenomena confusing the masses that could pop up in your front yard. Who are the Glizzy Gardeners? It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. This is uh, something I came across on Tecumseh Comes Together, the Facebook group. God love community Facebook. Right? Oh, I have so much fun on there. Uh, But Deb posted on there saying, so someone had fun decorating our front lawn last night. And in the picture, there was a bunch of plastic cutlery stuck into the ground, as well as what looks like fully cooked hot dogs on sticks. Oh, they're cooked. Also stuck in the ground. Yeah, these ones are cooked. So it's almost as if it's a hot dog fence, if you will. Maybe. Maybe some sort of offering. People are unsure. This is the thing because, you know, you, you've heard of a lot of these pranks. Maybe you've pulled some. You could text 1093.9 if, oh, say you toilet papered someone's house or you egged their house. Johnny's saying that with disdain as if those pranks are not pranky enough. Well, no, I, I've gone, I've done them before. They're mm-hmm. fine, but people seem to be taking it to the next level with this glizzy gardening now, if you're unaware, this is something that I think actually started coming to prominence a couple years ago. If you have never heard the term glizzy, a lot of people online refer to hot dogs as glizzies. And why is that? I'll never understand that. I've heard different things about it. Uh, I've heard also some people call guns glizzies, and some people were, like, comparing hot dogs to guns. I don't know. I don't know where it started, but it is, like, a you know prominent online now to call hot dogs glizzies. Um, what's, what I love about this is that usually when you have these community Facebooks, a lot of people are complaining about things, right? Yeah. See, with that's all that it is. An act of vandalism. Thing. Yeah. You would think people would be really pissed, but they're not. They're like, more just confused. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy said, kind of innocent. I'm just wondering what it means. Diana says, could have been worse, I suppose. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. That's yeah. that's the thing about the glizzy, whatever it is, gardeners. Glizzy gardeners. Have you had that experience? Please text 1093.9. Christy it's- says, this happened to us a couple months ago. Better than being egged, that's for sure. It's like modern art. It's making I you think. think. So. Remember when they taped the banana to the wall? Yeah, why not? You're sticking the hot dogs in the lawn. Just put a velvet rope around those glizzies. Charge, and charge five bucks yeah, to look at it. Charge the entrance fee. Good. <laughs> Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Franking. It's not just for kids. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. We got into talking about the glizzy gardening. Uh, someone ended up with cooked hot dogs stuck into their front lawn. 
That's in, a thing. In Tecumseh. In and Tecumseh. It's interesting that they cooked them because that takes a little <laughs> bit more commitment than doing raw hot dogs. It does. And I looked it up. A lot of the times when people get glizzied, it is raw hot dogs stuck into their front lawn. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Maybe it was more of an offering from a neighbor. It's like, hey, neighbor, wake up to some fully cooked hot dogs on your lawn. Or there you go. for the neighbor's dog, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You just let the dog oh out. It's dog. woo! My dog Leo would be thrilled to yeah. find glizzies in the morning. It's like Santa. Glizzy, <laughs> glizzy gardeners are the real Santa. Well, I guess um, parents aren't above pranking. We got a call about this. 519-792-6040. So this is like the classic Halloween prank story, right? Tell us about this. I do remember that there was this one house that had their patio light on, but then they had a sign taped to their door saying that all the candy's poisoned. Oh my God. So we went back and told our parents who, of course, went to read the note. And our parents went back late at night and took care of that situation. Took, took care of it late at night, how? They uh, totally egged and teepeed okay. the house. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. Don't do this again. You don't want us coming back with the glizzies, bro. You don't want it with They're the They're seriously like the parents are setting the example for the kids. Like, oh, we got to egg and yeah. teepee this house. Right. They Pass- deserve it, though. Passing it on to the next generation. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. The VMAs were last night. So, biggest moments, where to begin? Um, maybe the surprise Taylor Swift album that she just announced? Right. After winning video of the year last night for the 10-minute All Too Well video, Taylor said her new album, Midnight's, is coming October 21st. She says, it's the stories of 13 sleepless nights scattered throughout my life. And here is her actually telling the audience about it in real time. I had, I had sort of made up my mind that if you were going to be this generous and give us this, I, I thought it might be a fun moment to tell you that... <laughs> That my brand new album comes out October 21st. Also, she was like, I figured if we got this, it might be nice of me to tell you. What if she didn't win? Was she just not going to say anything? I mean, it's Taylor. Do do you know? I feel like you have to know beforehand. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of speculation. Uh, It seems as if you might because I feel as if the people who perform always win. Yeah. And I wonder if they, like, write it into the contract that they'll come perform if they get some sort of award. Yeah, maybe, eh? You know? I don't know. That's that's just my tinfoil hat theory. Mm-hmm. But a lot of other things happened, okay? Jack Harlow kicked off the show with a performance of First Class. Yeah. In a real replica plane filled with celebrities in all of the seats, which was fun. <laughs> right. And then Fergie, oh. the sample herself, showed up. That was an iconic moment. Play my humps. Play my humps. Play dumb diddly. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you remember that Black Eyed Peas? No, no. Okay, uh, there's a lot to get to. Sorry. Nicki Minaj <laughs> won the Video Vanguard Award with an amazing medley performance that was awarded to her from the Barbs themselves. Like, wow. a bunch of her fans were on stage to give her that award. Um, one more fun thing and then one kind of controversial thing. Uh-huh. Young Gravy. Johnny hey, loves Young Gravy. Young Gravy. Yeah, so he's the guy who sings that Rick Roll TikTok song that samples yeah. Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. He performed at the VMA pre-show uh-huh. and his date for the night was 
was this lady named Sherry, and they interviewed them on the red carpet. He said they met online and that he just loved MILFs. Sherry is like a <laughs> like a middle-aged lady, yeah. and she loved younger guys, so it all worked from there. Voila. And then I saw that interview. I was like, oh, good for them. And after the fact, we find out that Sherry is actually Addison Ray's mom. Okay. So Addison Ray is like a famous TikToker. Yeah. Anyway, so Young Gravy. And they were making out on the red carpet. That checks out. They it, were kissing. If you didn't know about Young Gravy's affinity for MILFs, it's been a long-standing thing. Like on TikTok, he'll get his fans to send pictures of him to their moms and be like, what do you think of this guy? Would That's you go out with him? so funny. So, yeah. I love that for them. <laughs> And then this is the most controversial moment of the night. Johnny Depp indeed did show up as a moon person between commercial there. breaks. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my God. And so we were talking about this because there were rumors TMZ reported that he might be doing this. And so, you know, eyes were peeled looking for Depp. Yeah. And just first in, like first in, first in, he says, uh, he shows up, he says, I needed work. And he kind of is digitally, digitally inserted in this moon man suit. And so there's actually a clip from that I just want you guys to know that I'm available for birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, weddings, wakes, any old thing you need. So weird. So, yeah. <laughs> so weird. Uh, he wasn't actually in a moon man suit at all. No. It was like his face on the helmet. Yeah. Making it look like he was inside. Someone said it looked like he was on Zoom, and then they just like, uh, inserted Actually. Things. But we tweeted this video. We were one of the first people to get this online because I was doing this live tweet. And can you yeah. read some of the responses oh on that? Oh, my God. Because it blew up. Like, there was people who love it. You get people, first of all, on Twitter, they're known as Jane Sparrow. So you can guess whose side they're on. Well, yeah. Uh, they said, bravo. So good to see Johnny Depp on the screen again. Whoop, whoop. Beautiful human. And then you get so many people who are sickened by his presence and seem to think that it would smell bad in that room just because he's there. Uh, Azula said, I know it stank up in there. Uh, <laughs> Millie said, oh, my God, ooh, I'm going to be sick. And that, it's just a weird, like like Hannah was saying, you were first on the scene with this on Twitter, and we got, like, the full heat yeah. of, the, uh, of the reactions here. Yeah. Uh, um, there are a lot of people who are being really, like, I hope that the rope snaps and he dies. Oh like, God. that was terrifying. Okay. But a lot of the responses <laughs> no. were like, Johnny Depp needs yeah. to go. Yeah. They've got everything on this thread on our Twitter from gross, disgusting, to what a God. So you've got really all the sides of the spectrum there. You you missed the most important part, though. Snoop Dogg and Eminem with that giant-ass joint. That, yeah. I think, is the true standout. I said, and Cheech and Chong. I was like, Johnny's yeah. gonna love this. <laughs> whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music. Music station 93.9 Virgin Radio. One in five people are about to become enraged. Are you one of them? Text 10.93.9. Ew, ew, ew. This is according to Ohio State University. Ew, stop. I actually hate that. Actually, stop Well, talking. then maybe you're one of them. No, I can't believe that it's only one in five. I would say that it's five in five. Yeah. Who's not bothered <laughs> by that? It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. This Ohio State University study is focused on misophonia, which they say is a disorder where sounds cause sufferers extreme anger and disgust. Yeah. And it impacts up to one in five people. You say it's more. <laughs> mm. We got a text. Johnny, I'm going to throw you in the river. Okay. In all, all right. caps. I'm done. That's hilarious. Although the brownie that I'm eating from Scott is delicious, so I might have to do it again at some point. Don't um, do it again. But they say, you know, because of course that is something that's really gross, and nobody wants to hear that, but this specific thing... It makes it so you cannot ignore the sounds. Yeah. Even if it should be, like, background for you, 
They say typically, you know, most people can ignore something like the sound of a clock's ticking. But in someone who is impaired by misophonia, they can't they can't ignore it. They can't tune it out. I'm this person. Yeah? 100%. Well, then what is your excuse for how you eat into your microphone every morning? You just don't care that I'm going to suffer I from that? I don't chew or... with my mouth open. Well, I not truly open. don't. It's, it's just I sounds chew with my mouth closed. in general. So they did this by studying 19 adults performing tasks while they get these brain scans. And, uh, yeah, they were saying that these people, the uh, disgust in them gets triggered a lot by these sounds. Johnny's out here. Like, one time I was eating an apple (laughs) with my mouth closed, mind you. Completely mouth closed. And he took this clip and cranked it as high as it possibly could go. You could hear the grain, like the white noise in the background. (laughs) And you could still barely hear anything. And he's like, look how disgusting you are. That was the (laughs) apple incident. Do you want to talk about the jar of oatmeal but incident? But that's not me eating. That's me stirring the oatmeal. And it was like the sound of, you know, craft Dinner in yeah, the pot. it's that's not some a wet good ass, sound. You know what? But it wasn't me eating it. <laughs> so I would like redemption. Oh, I would like want, a formal apology. Me, you want Stop! some redemption? You got redemption, yeah. baby. Turn this off. This is ASMR time over here. Mm. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Sounds that you hate. We want to hear about them. We don't necessarily want to hear them. <laughs> yeah. Because it's going to make us cringe, but it's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Candace texted us, metal scraping metal. Ooh. Makes me want to puke, she said. Yeah. And also Luana texted us, Luana says, I hate, 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 hate the sounds of cracking bones, like knuckle cracking, oh, neck cracking. Who, like cracked their, yeah, their back hands. cracking. I hate that too. Yeah. And uh, Dom, my friend Dom texted my cell phone saying horrible sounds, the sound of the waiter saying they don't take Amex. <laughs> That's a crime. He's like, I okay. need my Amex points. Leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The uh, metal scraping metal one gets me because it reminds me of the scraping styrofoam. I can't take that. Like, I cannot touch styrofoam because it just, like, resonates with you in a weird way. I don't know what it is, but I know what you mean. It makes me want to puke, too. Yes. I don't know. It's awful. Um, Uh, This is going to be terrible. uh But the sound that I really, really hate, mainly because it just creeps me out. And I'm going to sound like such a Scrooge. The sound of children singing. I hate it. If I have kids... And I have to sit through a choir performance. Yeah. It's all over for me. Weren't you in a choir or something like that as a kid? Absolutely. Is that part of it? You were just, like, so bad at singing that it was... Maybe. It could have been. It traumatized me. It's also just kind of scary. It's so scary. It's like The Shining, right? (laughs) It's like The Shining? Like, I don't know. Children singing to me. Nails on a chalkboard. Okay. Don't invite me to your child's choir choir concert. No, clearly not. Uh, We have... Oh, someone said nail filing. Oh, yes. Nail filing. The sound of a nail file going like... Uh-uh. Yes. That's a bad one. Don't like it. We've got Catherine out in Aberg on the phone. So this isn't a sound you hate, really, but more like an expression, right? Uh, yeah. Bay. Bay. It just sounds dumb. Like, hey, look at my bay. Like, that just sounds dumb. Like, you don't, so you don't like it. You cannot tell me you sound intelligent when you say, when you call somebody your bay. My like, bay. And then I looked it up with the actual word means, and it's a, da- it's a Danish word for poop. No way. Oh. It's, it's like that, I they're wanting to add that to the dictionary, and I said, that is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let me, I need to, I got to verify that this is actually a thing, that bay... Bay. Is the Danish word for poop. I have a little dictionary site here. Let's see the audio. Bay. Bay. To poop. To poop. 
It, it is. You translate it, and it's like the A and E are together, but hey. bay to poop. is to poop. Wow. Learn That's something new every day. What did they say in uh, in Hamlet? Something smells rotten in the state of Denmark? Yeah. It's making a lot more sense it's, now. It's your yeah. bay. Now, here we go. Go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. And in case you missed it, the entire world is obsessed with the corn kid, and in particular, the corn kid remix. Is it? Are we still on the corn kid here? It's cold. A big love it has We will never not be on the corn kid. But did you know there are companies that are already capitalizing on this kid's fame? Really? Yes, they were quick on the draw. Chipotle has a new video out where somebody, someone, is ordering a burrito bowl, and you can't see who it is until the very end where they ask about one particular topping. You want a bowl? Yes, please. Brown or white rice? No. Black or pinto beans? No, thank you. Any meat? No. Mild? No. Sour cream? No. Any corn? It's corn! Oh my god. It's corn! It's just getting sad now, I think, already. I'm a little bit sad about it. Yeah, that kid is a legend, obviously. Super cute in the video, but it's just once it becomes a thing where you're in commercials and stuff, he's going to be yodeling Walmart kid all over again. Mason Ramsey? Yeah. <laughs> As not if me you knowing, know his name. Not me knowing Mason Ramsey's yeah. name by heart. Yeah, expect a corn kid and Mason Ramsey tour near you soon. Man, yes. I might go to that. <laughs> yeah, it's the yodel Yeah. <laughs> It's no for me, dog. Uh, we still have a bit of time in the show left, and I fear that not enough people learned about Harry Ball's milkweed. Oh, so if on. I could quickly, just after this song, I will teach you why it's so important. We have to? On 93.9 Virgin Radio. We wanted to start up a new bit here where we go over our three stars of the show. Some of the things that we thought were, you know, they stood out, they were the most important aspects, and I think we talked about this so early that it demands to be revisited, the Harry Ball's milkweed. And I disagree, but well, here we are. This is this is, you can get to yours after, but I was at the uh, Butterfly festival that happened on Erie Street on Sunday. It was awesome. They release monarch butterflies. They educate people about you know, native plants and pollinators and all this. And you can actually buy some of these plants to bring home and start your own pollinator garden, which the is very cool. Harry Ball milkweed. It stood out. I saw the so sign. What do they look like? What What do you think they look like? So they really it's do look like the Harry Balls? The they really do? <laughs> The pods on them. You know milkweed, right? It kind of has these little no, I don't cocoon know shaped pods. I don't know what milkweed looks they like. They don't look quite like these, and they're literally called Harry Balls Milkweed. If you want to see the video, I posted it on our social media at Virgin Radio Windsor on Instagram. But here's what it sounds like This is Harry Balls Milkweed. It's a favorite of monarch caterpillars. So obviously, I bought some so I could grow some Harry Balls of my own. And if you would like to see them again, check us out on social media. It sounds like the kind of thing I could get fired for, but it's not. It's, well, a, it's a plant. It's a no, real plant. It's not an OnlyFans, no. we promise. <laughs> um, okay, well, my star of the show, yes. other than your hairy milkweed balls, yeah. <laughs> are, is, I should say, it is, the chicken nugget that oh, somebody threw again. on stage at the Harry Styles concert. Yeah, that's yeah, your favorite that's, of, the, of that, the bunch? That's my star of the day. Uh -huh. I would like to dedicate this whole show to the chicken nugget that was thrown on stage at Harry Styles' show yeah. at Madison Square Garden. I appreciate you for that, especially because it uh, transitions nicely into my other star of the show when you sang One Direction. One more time for the road, you shall we? You your hair gets me overwhelmed when you smile at this the crowd. It ain't hard to tell. You she was doing this off-air. Oh, oh. 
You can't even hear the song. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm, I am the song. It's a podcast and it's on the radio. Check out Hannah and Johnny weekday morning 6 to 10 on 93.9 Virgin Radio.